This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys talk with Tyler Shaddix, the head of innovation for GoGuardian, and the great new features in GoGuardian Admin 2.0. We'll have music from Zhang Zhang, a Google tip of the week, and more. That's all up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. How you doing this afternoon? I'm one of your hosts, David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Awesome. Welcome to the show. We're doing things a little differently today. Um, I don't know. Can you guys hear the thunder through my microphone? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty loud here. Uh, anyway, we've got major thunderstorms going on here in uh, LA. That would be lower Arkansas. And uh, so I'm actually uh, at my home office and uh, Jeff is hanging out in the dungeon of his regular office. You're going to get flooded out, man. No, nah, no, nah, we're going to be okay. We've got battery backups and generators and all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, what's power? Right. What's power? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Who needs the power, man? So uh, anyhow, we uh, definitely thank everyone for uh, joining us today. Yeah. And, Thanks uh, a lot. Can, it's going to be a great show. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at EduTechGuys. Uh, head over to www.edutechguys.com. Or as we like to say, go to Google, type in EduTechGuys, smack the return button, and you'll see us. You'll find us. That's right. Feel free to reach out to us. Reach out to us anywhere on the web, because we're always on the web, on the line. <laughs> right. No, I, 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 I know, right? I got to quit using that. Right. On the line's getting crazy. So <laughs> here we go. Let's get right to the bulk of the matter. Uh, we've got Tyler Shaddix with Go Guardian on the show today. Tyler, hope you're doing well. Uh, hope everything's great out in your part of the country. Pretty good. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing good. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Admin 2.0. We're super excited. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Maybe I'm getting a little crazy. <laughs> so tell us who you're with, uh, what you do, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, um, I'm with the company GoGuardian. It's a ed tech company over in El Segundo, California. We do monitoring and filtering software primarily, but also 
some classroom management tools. And the, the first time I was joining you guys was for the kind of the announcement release of that classroom management tool, GoGuardian Teacher. And so yeah. I'm doing, I'm the uh, head of innovation at GoGuardian, meaning I get to break all the stuff and see how it fits back together. Hey, that's a good job. That is awesome. That is so, so cool. A lot of fun there. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been quite a, quite a journey uh, to kind of come from that, that initial stage we're releasing to, you know, these classroom products all the way to this, this state where we can innovate and really push the limits of what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. So um, tell us about some of the things that you guys have been working on since you were on here last. Absolutely. Yeah. So as you guys kind of mentioned, we're, we're kind of iterating on our first initial platform where we really kind of took off, which was our, our product for admins, where you can kind of monitor and filter student uh, activity on the web. And so we've been kind of iterating on that and really looking at how we build a, you know, a a better mousetrap in some ways. And and how do you completely, you know, go around that initial, the initial phase and really think of something new. And that's what I've been really focusing on um, the last couple couple months with my team is uh, looking at activity flagging. I, I'm guessing you guys are very familiar with the concept of activity flagging on the web. Oh yeah, we are definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Jeff uh, has uh, lots of experience oh, going on. With, yeah, we do. Uh, with I, that, I get so. my emails. I know um, what's going down. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and so that's just it. Um, so for, for us in the innovation department, we were kind of given the challenge of, Hey, knowing what you know today about technology and about, you know, kind of what's capable on these devices and, and just with kind of the way things are heading um, just in the ed tech world, what, what would we do if we just re completely reimagined the idea of activity flagging? Um, not didn't just iterate or add new features to it, but what if you just completely started from scratch? Um, so that's, that's what we uh, wanted to talk about today was kind of what we came up with, which is smart alerts in the next GoGuardian admin iteration. Okay, cool. So yeah, so let's talk about that. What's, what are smart alerts? What that's, is what is smart alerts? That's a fair question. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so the the way we kind of started off with smart alerts, it's it's the way I like describing it is to kind of start with um, the research we did and and what we found out about traditional and dare I say traditional way of flagging activity, um, and and then kind of what solution we arrived at. And so we started off with the idea of, of really just building something completely from scratch. And so we talked to a bunch of GoGuardian and non-GoGuardian customers because, you know, we're not so obsessed with ourselves that we only limit ourselves to our own customers. And right, we sure. tried to figure out, um, you know, what, what are they really trying to do with this, this flagging? Um, and so a, a traditional keyword flagging, and once again, I, I hate to use the word traditional, but it's, it's kind of true at this point. Traditional keyword flagging, the way it works is you, you have a bunch of words and then you, you, you know, a bunch of bad words and words that might indicate something and you, you load up a web page. And if any of the words on that web page match the list on the, you know, that list that you have, you go ahead and you flag it and you say, Hey, this website might be bad. Okay. Um, and it, it turns out that that's not, that's not the best way to, to really figure out when students need your help. Um, sure. One of the big things is accuracy is, is you may guess um, words can show up in a page for a bunch of different reasons. Um, and then they're not always, they're not always bad. Um, some words mean different things it, based on the context. Some words, you know, maybe part of a sex ed class or something like that. Each, it's really not the best way to do things to just look at a list of words and, and try to say this website is bad or good based on, based on that. 
So, so number one, accuracy is really bad. And to kind of put that in a numeric standpoint, we had one district that was working with us um, that had around 20,000 students in it. And they were getting about 200,000 reports um, a week uh, from their <laughs> students. Now, if you, if you take the hours in the day, you know, and you, you take away eight for sleep or six or five for some admins, um, yes. you know, it's not very humanly possible uh, to, to really deal with those and give them the attention they need. And, and it's important to say accuracy in this case is the number of incidents reported versus the number of incidents that need action, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's, you know, how often, how many of these incidents really are something bad that I, that I need to pass on and deal with um, versus how many of these incidents are just, you know, a false alarm. And, and sure. we call those sure. false positives in kind of our space. So that was another one. Um, a big, another big thing that we learned from talking with admins is it's understanding the words on the page is just part of the, what you're really trying to do with activity flagging, right? You're, you're trying to understand what students are doing and, and why they're doing it. And when you just give someone the words on a page, they have to go through this process of, okay, what are the words on the page? Okay, let me load up the page and see what it actually is. Okay, what content is this page? What's the context of the student browsing to this page? Okay, from that I can infer the student's behavior and from that I can take action, whether that action is you know, um, uh, to get that student help or something like that, all the way to just, it, there is no action, this is a false alarm. Sure. And, sure. and so there's all these steps that an admin has to go through when they're trying to understand what their students are doing. Um, and, and not only that, there's most of the tools out there that do this traditional flagging, they don't, they're missing the context, right? Because based on where you're going on the web, there's a lot of context based on what you were doing before and after that's really missing from the picture of what that student was really interacting with. Well, sure. I, you know, I just, I think of, of our, in our neck of the woods and, and like students that would be at, at Jeff school, people. you know, they could, they could, uh, be looking for something like, uh, you know, we, we have Tyson uh, down here is, is one of our big industries. So you're talking chicken. So you could be talking chicken breasts. Well, oops, exactly. breasts, you're looking for breasts. So we've got to block it. No, no, wait a minute. You know, in context, no. Or for that matter, breast cancer, or, you know, uh, you know, you could be in an anatomy class and yes, you're looking at, you know, you're searching breasts, but in the context of that class. Exactly. And, that, and that's how you get these 200,000 reports, right? Yes. We, we, noticed, we noticed these big spikes during the year, kind of as a side note, um, and we, during some of the, 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 the school year, and it was always around prom. And the reason is, is that all these people are going on these websites that have things like, um, you know, sexy neckline or sexy shoes or something like that. And right. there goes the flagged activity. And yes. you know, it's interesting to see these spikes. Um, the, the districts were telling us they had these spikes right around prom every year. And we just never, we didn't figure it out for a little bit on what was happening. So yes, context is important. Um, so, uh, and another big thing is the, the manual processes that these admins were going through to keep these kids safe. I mean, we heard over and over again, I'm gonna do whatever I need to keep these kids safe. But they sure. were putting up with some stuff that just really was not a good use of their time. So, I mean, they were basically information routers at a certain point. They would deem, um, you know, this is something that really needs to take action, but they may need to look up what school that kid's part of, um, who's the person they need to contact based on the incident, all of that stuff, and they'd have to do all this routing. And that can take 15 minutes to an hour per incident. So you basically have all these manual processes that are going on. 
um, which really just isn't making the best use of the admin's time and their, you know, what they're what they're really good at. Um, right, exactly. And, yeah, so that's that's kind of the overall scope of the problem space we discovered, and then uh, that's that's kind of where Smart Alerts comes in. It aims to fix all of those different those different issues. And I okay, can just kind so of dive in. yeah. I'm assuming then that you know, based on what you're talking about and and dealing with context, you know, at this point you're going beyond just a simple word search. So, I'm again, I'm, I'm making a giant assumption. So feel free to correct me and or put me on the correct on the right path. But uh, I'm I'm thinking there's got to be some kind of I don't know, for lack of a better word, AI that you guys are are putting in place that kind of helps understand the context and, and, and I don't know, I mean, obviously there's some kind of, um, again, lack of a better term, learning going on. I mean, am I on the right track? <laughs> oh, you are, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. That's, uh, that's exactly what we're doing. Um, and so that's, that's exactly where we went actually with, uh, with smart alerts. And, and I, before I, before I start speaking about it, I'll just mention it is in beta. So there might be some changes by the time it's released, you know, to okay. uh, but yeah, it's exactly it. We look to uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence to really understand what are these, you know, what are these students doing and giving admin that context of, of what's on the page. And so when you do artificial intelligence and machine learning, you can start going past just understanding what words on the page and you can start actually classifying what the page is actually about. So it's, it's like you said, it's the context. So you no longer are looking for if a certain word comes up on the page, you're able to say this page is explicit on nature, it's pornographic, or this page is about um, self-harm methods. Uh, sure. you, can, you can basically start classifying categories of content rather than the words on the page. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of where we started. We, we looked at how do we make it more accurate and just doing that change where you use artificial intelligence to kind of deem the, what the content on the page is we reduced that one school that was at 200,000 reports a week down to 2,000 reports a week. So oh. they saw a hundred times decrease wow. in the yeah. number of alerts they had to deal with simply because the context matters, which uh, we were able to come up with a ton of examples of why it matters. So it, it, it's surprising, but at the same time, it makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. Uh, heck, that one school alone probably served as a uh, the basis of a, I don't know, a white paper or something. For yeah. you guys. <laughs> I mean, holy smokes. Here's, a, here's the case study right here. <laughs> and, the, and we saw these same results in all of our pre-alpha schools. We had about, um, we had about in the, in the, the low tens number of schools in that pre-alpha. Um, and they all saw similar things about a hundred times to 105 times decrease. So just really phenomenal, phenomenal increase in accuracy there. Um, and, and, Additionally, when you can start categorizing the content on the page, you almost miss all of the, uh, you, you get to skip all of those steps we talked about that an admin might have to go through to understand whether they need to take action or not. Because they're no longer doing the, what words were on the page, okay, let me load the page, okay, I'm going to read through it, what do I consider this, right? That's yes. all taken care of through an artificial intelligence. And as you right. mentioned, these admins can then give feedback to this machine learning that we built. Um, and actually improve its accuracy over time. They can say, you got this wrong, you got this right. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, of course, it has to, or, or, or I guess somebody has to, be able to resolve when you have one set of people saying, nope, you got this wrong, and another people saying about the exact same content, no, you got this right. So it's kind of like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> somebody, you know, 
<laughs> what's going on here yeah and that's something we're actually looking into as we as we kind of move out of the beta phase in the future is um, right now we kind of because the training data the way you train these machine learning models is so important we're actually kind of manually going through it and making sure it doesn't break the model's accuracy at all in the future we may see a point where we're actually able to give each school their own their own ai that's that's note that knows what that school prefers um, wow. and then you kind of take that whole conversation away and it's just kind of how do you want your ai to to be and so that's a really exciting you know potential avenue for improvement there yeah that is very very cool so kind of along the same lines um what what can you and and i mean you i know you can't disclose you know trade secrets or anything but what what are some of the things that you can say about what go guardians algorithm for all of this page content and defining the context and pulling all these pieces and parts together um can you can you expand expound on that to whatever yeah. level you're allowed. <laughs> I, can, I can do a little bit, yeah. And the way I can kind of talk about it is to talk about kind of high level machine learning and how content categorization works in general. Um, we do a little few tricks up our sleeve here to, to really get it right. But essentially the way, the way machine learning works at, at a high level is uh, you, you basically have a set of training data and this machine is going to attempt to classify this training data into you know, positive or negative sets. Um, and so the way that it's usually described is you can you can imagine trying to train a car, you know, like a self-driving car, how fast it should go based on how based on where it's driving. Uh -huh. And so you can picture kind of a two axis graph and on one axis you have um, you have like a, the steepness of the road you're driving on. Is it flat or is it steep? And on the other axis you have, you know, is it bumpy or is it is it very smooth? And um, basically what you do at that point is you go out and you start driving. And you start recording um, if you're going fast or slow in these various conditions. So you could say, let's have a blue circle for it if I'm driving fast and a red X if I'm driving slow. And you start putting this data on this, on this chart of, you know, fast and slow. And, you know, maybe if the train's smooth and it's level, um, then you're going to go really fast. And if the train's slow um, and really, you know, really steep and, and bumpy, you're going to go really slow. And so, um, the way, and then what you do is all machine learning is doing is it's looking at this data and trying to find a pattern, a way to segment up those classifications um, with, a, with a kind of a mathematical formula. So it's saying, okay, what is the line that separates these two types of data? Um, and then when you make a prediction, you just see which side of the line it, it fits on. And with words and page content, basically what you do is you take sentence structure and you take the words on the page and all of that and you do this multi-dimension same thing where you basically use the combination of words and, and their links and you try to separate out what are the categories of these pages. Um, and the more training data you give it, the better it gets. So that's, yeah. that's kind of the, the high level machine learning, how that all works. That is, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that's at a level that even I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and, so, uh, and so machine learning was a huge, huge win for us um in in that regard it's just the accuracy but we also added a bunch more to it 
which I'd love to tell you guys about. Oh, yeah. If you guys are ready to move on past machine learning. Dude, I'm on the edge of my yeah, seat. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, uh, we want to hear what's happening, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got plenty to say. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, so, yeah. And so we have that machine learning, absurd accuracy. Another thing we did is we started, because we've gotten so accurate, we started taking uh, screenshots and giving those to admins um, when this activity occurs. So there's no longer this, like, trying to understand what the student was really doing, right? If I'm on Twitter.com, depending on the, who you're following on Twitter, that, that page can look completely different for every single student. So this, this screenshot allows you to kind of this quick ability to see what was the student actually looking at when this, when this happened um, and, and allows you that quick decision-making status on, on these alerts. So not only do you get this thing that says, hey, I think this was pornography, you also get a screenshot to confirm that, um, which makes it a lot easier. Yeah, because I mean, especially when you're trying to, you know, if you're the person in, in charge of, you know, kind of siphoning through all of this and saying, no, this was bad, you know, yes, this is bad or, or no, this was actually good, having that visualization to go with it, because, you know, that's actually part of the context in itself is what are the visual cues around the words on the page to help de you know determine is this good is it bad uh, that that's awesome that is exactly yeah and and it also when you i mean so many of the people we talk to they said they take quick action through email so what's the easiest way to tell someone really quickly through an email whether they should take action or not is to show them that screenshot right there so they can say i really need to deal with this or or it's not something I should worry about right oh, now. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I'm works. excited. Can you tell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that we kind of looked into was workflow. I mean, there are so many things um, involved with kind of handling an incident. And how could we give um, admins and educators the tool to kind of handle those inside our product? So we, we gave all of these alerts that are reported the ability to have their status changed. So you know whether people are currently working on an incident or whether it's been dismissed as something they don't need to worry about or whether it's been resolved. And that kind of gives you this high level filtering ability of what do I, what is the most important thing I can deal with today? And, and not only that, we gave them the ability to comment back and forth on an alert. So you know who's dealing with it or what the next step should be, everything like that. You don't need to get this email chain anymore. That is awesome. It, it's amazing how many changes have, have come and really how far GoGuardian has grown from, uh, you know, I mean, it was already doing awesome things. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're just putting, you're putting like icing and sprinkles on top of the awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and we, we recognize there's always room to improve, especially as technology, you know, just goes through its crazy iteration cycles. Sure. And that's, that's what we're doing here. So yeah, and, and we also added the ability to assign people. So you, you can actually, instead of having to email someone a link and say, hey, can you handle this? You can just click, type their name in, and they'll get an email that says you've been assigned to this alert. Um, and it kind of gives you this whole workflow glue to, to really get things done with a one-two click from that dashboard. Well, and, and I, I like that feature because we've become a very um, push-oriented society you know we used to go get information now we want it pushed to us or i, I say that i guess that's kind of um very uh, generalizing but still you know i, I get a, a I, you know i get an alert on my phone or i get the email pushed to me that says hey this is this you know you handle this you do this or you know in in that particular case hey i want you to handle this you know <laughs> so <laughs> I, I do i think that's great you know rather than me having to go and, and check and see what's going on 
in order to kind of follow up. I'm getting the notifications. I'm getting the information directly sent to me that says, hey, here's what's going on. Here are the comments we made. Or, you know, hey, I need you to handle this. And then as, as I am making those comments, then you would in turn see what was going on. So I, that, that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, it's awesome because it's a time saver. And it's getting that administrator the exact information they need right then. Exactly. So that they can, you know, get involved and handle it and, you know, not have to pick through stuff to make correct decisions on the line. <laughs> <laughs> so. Absolutely. And that's exactly what it is. It's it's about getting the the human involved to really do the the stuff that they're really you know that that you guys should be doing that that you guys are really good at rather than this manual routing and this having to create emails that's not a good use of your time you you know you're much you you're you're much better experts at a lot more than than just generating emails oh you're giving me a lot of credit here (laughs) depends on the day of the week (laughs) yeah that's you know I'm not going to take too much of a stance on that, but you know, that's, that's my opinion. (laughs) Hey, that's awesome. Um, It's it's uh, another thing that we, we really looked into with this um, is, is that context piece, right? We talked about context within the page, but what about context of what the student was actually um, engaging with before and after the incident occurred? Not only that, what, what have they kind of, what things have happened in the past that are related to this? So we actually built in a way to see the entire flow of here's how the student was moving through the internet until they hit this, this bump in the road. And here's what happened after. So you can really see kind of the ramp up and the ramp down from the incident. And, and not only that, you can see all of the incidents that were related to it, um, you know, within the past, within the past. So you kind of get the sense that is this repeating? Is this something that's escalating? You know, what is, what is really going on with these students? You know, that's the big thing about your company, and, and that's the big thing about GoGuardian as the entity that it is. It's about the students. Um, it's about digital citizenship. It's about making the students better and listening to what the teachers need and what the administrators need and what the school district needs, but first and foremost, what the students need. And that's a really big piece with GoGuardian is what do the students need to make them better digital citizens, make them better learners, better students, make their experience online uh, better, you know. You're, you're looking at the forward and the backward and giving us the information we need to make better decisions on our end. And that's the really big deal there. You're behind the student. You're for the student. And that's a great thing about your company. I really appreciate it. That's, that's totally true. We look to you guys as the experts to really figure out what we can do to help you really make these students' lives better. And, and you're completely dead on. We're all incredibly passionate about that. Um, just because we, we see the opportunity ahead. We see what, how we can help you guys really, really, you know, make things you know better and, and that's what we're really aiming to do well cool so now moving forward tell us about the cool stuff that's going to be happening in the future after admin two point comes out i know you got something else up your sleeve come on yeah that's a, <laughs> that's a great question um so <laughs> i mean so what we're really looking forward to in the future is is we kind of built this guardian right and yes i mean to say guardian with go guardian is the name of the company but we've kind of built this guardian that's able to move with the student through the internet and and really protect them and instead of having to put up walls um, for that student and say you can't go anywhere near youtube or twitter because there's bad stuff there we've kind of given each student their own guardian who's able to check whether you know each alley or each doorway is is really something that might be unsafe and and let them roam around freely and, and without kind of fear and same for the the, the parents and the administrators. Um, and so what we're really interested in looking into in the future is how do we build, give this, this guardian um, kind of an education? How do we make them more of a coach 
and less the, the and less of just a bodyguard sure. um, to really help the student through their educational journey. And we've already kind of taken some steps there that have kind of just gotten phenomenal results um, in the way that we we allow admins to set up automated actions based on the student behavior. So we we currently what we're doing is we're actually allowing. Um, smart alerts to not only just, you know, build these alerts, but you can set up automated actions to take place um, as these alerts come in based on the student, what, what OU and grade and school they're in, and also based on the category of behavior they're engaging in. And these, these triggered actions are kind of like, uh, they're things like automatically assigning an admin. So you can automatically assign the principals of that student's school to certain incidents. Um, but they're also things like messaging the student. Um, which we've seen just absurd results of. So you can imagine as a student, um, if you go to a website with explicit content, having a message come through that says, hey, do you really think this is the best decision? Um, it, it completely changes, uh, at least from the results we've seen, it, it completely changes the way that students are browsing around. It's, yeah. a, it's a huge digital solution. To, it, it, cool. it, is, it is a huge and, one. And that's a really big deal, I believe, because... You know, it's one thing to get a blog page or get something like that or, you know, get get an instant message that says, hey, you're not supposed to go there. You know, stay off that. But <laughs> uh, there's it's a big deal when a human being writes back to you and says, listen, hey, I care about you. And is this a good is this a smart move on your part? I think maybe you shouldn't go there. Why don't you try this? And and that's that's Absolutely. a really big deal. I mean, I think that's that's going to make a huge change in the way that students learn. And um, it and it's it's that peer it's not peer pressure it's just I'm going to facilitate the learning a little better, <laughs> and I I'm going to help out and make sure that you're going to the right places. Absolutely. And it, be that adult figure. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've seen the it's it's interesting I, we've seen some data that's just completely blown even our own expectations out of the water. I mean, we had a district that had 500 explicit reports a week, and they were using a block a block screen. And what this block screen was kind of indicating, it's, it seems like it's just, hey, try to figure out another way around me. But then they right. switched from blocking to messaging, um, where it still showed the web page, but it told the students, hey, this is inappropriate, and you really shouldn't be doing this on your school device. And they went from 500 reports a week to 100 in the course of a week, simply mm -hmm. by changing the way that they communicated with their students. They went from like, a, hey, this is a brick wall to, hey, you know, we should have better behavior and we should be more responsible when we're using these, these devices. Yeah, I really love the idea that you're moving away from that, like you said, guardian um, kind of, you know, brick wall, stone wall approach into more of a coaching environment, you know. Exactly. Um, in a weird sort of way. Um, so, and forgive me if this is going to go way off base or, or crazy <laughs> or whatever, but in a weird sort of way, um, the guardian piece of go guardian the definition of guardian is changing from guardian hey we're going to you know guard the network and guard the students from all the stuff that's bad to more of like when you think of a guardian of a child that is the person who's responsible for helping that child grow and learn and so it's really i don't know it's funny to me you still get to keep guardian but it's like the definition is evolving that's exactly it and we're seeing the same kind of thing here and and one of the most important things that we see it is is the tool that this is going to become for teachers and administrators it's kind of an extension of them where they can say hey if i could be with the student all the way through their learning journey and as they're browsing around you know what would i do how would i how would i understand and kind of work with the student 
And yeah. so it really becomes this extension of all the educators who are really invested in each student's life. Yeah. That, so, that is awesome. So now that you've got us all excited about this, and um, I'm, yeah, me, me and my guys are all frothing at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, not from the, it's not from the Sour Patch Kids. Um, when's the release date? Uh, when are we going to see it? What's the lead up? Uh, where can we find out more information? And anyone that wants to go with GoGuardian are already with it and wanting to know what's happening. Yeah, it's a great question. We're launching it um, in June, but we're, we're actually doing weekly updates um, on our blog at blog.goguardian.com um, every week just to, to kind of let you know what's coming. But you can expect that in June, uh, Smart Alerts beta and the, and the full kind of reiteration and reimagining of the GoGuardian admin cool. dashboard. That's going to be great. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So, hey, listen, I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings. But uh, all good things must come to an end, and I've got to keep the... I'm the time taskmaster, so I've got to keep us on time here. Um, Go Guardian, super awesome. Tyler, thanks for coming on the show. At least the thunderstorms didn't get us all and shut off the <laughs> yes, power. That's right. <laughs> so um, it, it's a good time here. Uh, catch these guys on the web, goguardian.com. I highly recommend them. We use them at my district, and they're wonderful. Twitter.com slash goguardian. Uh, reach out to them. That's the perfect thing you can add to for your students in digital citizenship. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks for being here, man. Uh, thanks, guys. It's always a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you so much to Tyler Shaddix uh, from A Go Guardian. And up next, we have our Artist of the Week, and it is Zhang Sang. And this is his version, Isn't She Lovely?
Zhang Zhang here on radio.edutechguys.com with Isn't She Lovely? He's on SoundCloud. Find him out there. Great guitarist. Hey, you know what? You can find us live this summer. We're going to be in a lot of places. So where are we going to be? Hey, David, tell them where we're going to be at. June 7th and 8th, we will be in Springdale, Arkansas at the Innovation Institute. Yep. And then hey, I, then uh, June 12th through the 15th, we'll be in uh, the at the Hot Springs Technology Institute. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That's in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And then July 12th through the 13th in Wichita, Kansas at Podstock. Sweetness. Hey, well, uh, you know what time it is, don't you, David? Is it? Is it? Is it that time? Oh, it's that time. Google tip of the week. <laughs> oh, what am I going to do with David? Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to jump into it really quick and just tell you what it is this week. So this week, um, we've talked about this before, but um, active listening apps on Chromebooks. Now, active listening is a really big deal, especially when a student can record themselves and hear themselves speak uh, back so they can hear exactly what they sound like because we always sound different in a recording than we sound live. So that's a that's a really big one. So that's what I was going to discuss this week. Uh, there's two great ones. Uh, you can find them. Uh, we'll tweet out the link from Google at their education site. But Fluency Tutor is a wonderful one. And ListenWise, both really great apps for um, active listening on Chromebooks. They work directly on the Chromebook, so you can use it there. You can use it anywhere, but definitely on a Chromebook. Uh, coupled with something like GoGuardian, your kids are going to get a great, safe experience. Also, creative apps. One of ours that's fa that is my favorite is Soundtrap. I got to run into these guys at the Texas Music Educators Conference in San Antonio this last summer, and they didn't know we existed, and I didn't know they existed. So that kind of worked out kind of interesting. <laughs> and um, what they are is they're a, a company, they're an app that is created, works on Chromebooks, to where you can make music and podcasts online. So it's a it's a really really neat piece uh, designed with a neat editor and some neat loops and things so kids can be pretty creative in making their music and making their own uh, podcasts. So that's uh, that's that is the Google tips of the week. I uh, hope you enjoy them. Uh, what do you think? Hey, well, um, it's been a great show. Um, I've had a good time. I want to thank Tyler Shaddix for coming on from uh, uh, with Go Guardian. And uh, anything you want to add, David? <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, as we as we're fighting as we're flighting fighting as we're fighting the floodwaters here. That's yes. the, that's, <laughs> I was just gonna say, stay dry and make sure you have your blow up raft available because you probably need it. <laughs> cool. Hey, listen, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Edutech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site is programmed to those of participants and not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training 
a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.